Yo, 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 welcome to the Amside Podcast powered by Ace Disc Golf. As always, we are your hosts, Rob and Dale. Dale, what have our wonderful, magical, brilliant listeners got coming up on this week's show? Well, we have just experienced our first ever European Open. No, European. Oh my God. European. Not open? (laughs) We've just experienced that for the first time, you know. Last year we experienced our first Worlds, this year we've experienced our first European Open, and what a four days it was. Honestly, I've never enjoyed disc golf as much as I did watching this. Um, So we're going to be chatting about that, and we're going to be, it's a bit of a different one today. We haven't sort of got our own, uh, we haven't got a guest this week, because we decided we wanted to take it back to basics, and have a little chat about ourselves. Sounds very narcissistic actually, doesn't it? We just want to talk Love about it. ourselves. <laughs> um, but we, we realised, we had a chat the other day, that we haven't really given an update of what we're doing. Um, you know, we did a podcast every week, we talked to these guests, but actually, we've, we've done some quite cool stuff this year, so see how we're getting on and go see what we're doing going forward. And obviously, we can't not talk about the Essex Open, which is next week. Ooh, very exciting. Now, I know there's a million things to do on our lists before the Essex Open gets going, so let's get this recorded nice and quick so I can get back to actually all the hard work that we are both putting in uh, to try and make sure it's as good of an event as possible. But no, we, uh, like I said, we did have the European Open. I do want to rewind a little bit because uh, we did have the uh, Sula, the sort of Peach, P, 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 Sula, what was it? The PGS Sula? PGC, PGCS Sula? What was if it? If anyone's listening uh, from Culture Star, we're not talking about what used to be walkabout. Well, what is walkabout now? You know, remember Sula, the days in Sula, the nightclub on the high on the, on Head Street. It's not to do with that. It's to do with a very uh, exciting European competition that uh, we had some Brits competing at um, and doing very well. What was it? Is it P P G C Sula? I always get I always get the I always get oh, the letters yeah. mixed P-G-C-S? up. P G C S P G C S. I call it the Sula Open. Anyway, the Sula Open. Anyway, the Sula. <laughs> Um, we mentioned when we had the In The Chains boys on the show, we sort of had some predictions, obviously predicting uh, our girl Rachel Turton would take it down, and um, I think I had Vinny to take the win. Um, but I think I mainly want to talk about Rachel. Yeah. She is just putting us on the map, and I say us as British disc golf. It, it's incredible things. And I know this might not be the sort of the, the epitome for a lot of people, but I was listening to Griplocked when they reviewed the event and they, they they talked about Rachel or they at least mentioned Rachel in Griplocked and for me that's media yeah. that is very much they talk about the best of the best the American pros oh for sure everything so hearing Rachel's name on that it's awesome she's just representing herself and the country incredibly well and I was actually at the uh, I was at a family event of my fiance meeting most of her family for the first time but on hole 18, I had disco, I had a disc golf network open around the sort of picnic table. They were sort of saying, "Rob, can we get another drink?" I was like, "No, no, no I'm fine, I'm fine. Maybe, uh, maybe in five <laughs> minutes." Um, and uh, she made an absolute nail biter. So you know, she's secured that place at the uh, Throw Pink WDGC. That to me is the biggest thing that's come out of this. Not just the paycheck that she took home. You know, it's probably the most money she's made in a weekend, um, and. But that throw pink women's US, like women's disc golf championship, to me, I know it's not a major, but it feels like one because of where it is, because of what it's around. Being invited to something like that feels huge. It's just an A tier, 
but I think it's the biggest A tier on the calendar. And I, I personally think we know more about Missy Gannon winning that last year than we did. I can't even remember who won women's USCGC last year. That is a very good point. Who won? You yeah, exactly. US... Was it Pierce? I, I want to say it was Pierce. Probably. I don't know. But don't that's a major. Rob. That's a major, and we we don't even know who won it. But I know that Missy Gannon won the throw pink women's disc golf championship. She won. She won an eighty. But that to me is better and means more than the other one. And we're not just saying that because Throw Pink are a sponsor of the show, although they are incredible no. they support us and we'll talk about them at the end of the show. But no, um, yeah, Rachel, she's got a spot in that tournament. Um, just incredible. The weather was horrendous. What I find really interesting is she, a lot of the commentators, obviously, the commentators don't know who Rachel is. Like, like you know, like no. she's like she's sort of, they do now, believe me, but they, yeah. they didn't They didn't when they started talking about coverage. And they kept referring to her as a standstill player because they said, "Oh, this, so they're like, oh, this is really interesting." She's throwing everything stand off off the tee, uh, standstill off the tee. But actually, Rachel, she does have a, a oh, an injury, but she's got an injury. She's got a knee injury. Um, something that she spoke about um, when I was chatting to her at the Manchester Wide Open a month or so ago, and she, she's just playing incredible disc golf, having to change it up with a knee injury. Yeah, I think. I think by the sounds of it, it's 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 going the right way to getting better, which is great to hear. Yeah. So I can't wait for the next time she's on sort of Discovery Network coverage. So they go, oh, this is the standstill girl from yeah. from from the UK, and then she has this run up, crushes, takes it down, gets the win, lifts the trophy because you know Rachel's doing it sooner rather than later. I can see her if she gets to. Uh uh, throw pink women's disc golf championship if she makes a trip which I'm, I'm hoping she does I can see her being put on a feature card mainly because she's British they've probably never had a British um, woman pro playing a tournament like that and just because of what she's been doing in Europe and I think that excites me is watching how she does across you know, with, the, with the big guns because We've seen it on the men's side, you know, you've got the O'Brien brothers, etc. And, you know, Joe O'Brien crushes over here. And he goes over to Sula, still plays very well. 27th, which is a fantastic finish. Massive, massive. But I was, and, I, and I'd say this to him if, if I saw him on the street, I was expecting him to be a bit further up there, be a bit closer to the top. Because of how well he dominates here, it just shows how much of a separation there is between European US disc golf and the UK. Still, no, I agree. Um, and I think, uh, I think, I think Paul Macbeth said when they're talking about the Presidents' Cup, talking about you know why the US dominates what ten years in a row now. It's yeah. because a lot of these countries have got heritage. They were disc golf heritage, like fifty years in the US. Uh, obviously, yeah. a lot of the Scandinavian countries have got a little bit more of a sort of a in-depth disc golf heritage. You know, it's ingrained yeah. a little bit more within their sporting culture. I, I don't think we have to force it through anything. You know, we're going to get there. I think um, yeah. Rachel's just showing that you know we've got, we've, we've we've got talent that can compete on the world right. stage, and we have guys coming up. You know, we have um, Noah who's currently competing in the uh, Estonian Open. Estonian we've Open, got, yeah. We, we've got incredible players we got we got i mean noren woodhead uh, woodhead who we've mentioned on the show she's done i don't guess the age i think she's around 10 but she's yeah she's crushing so you know that's just future development future players future coming development in. Of disc golf. They, they're growing well you know look at our teammates on this dot 
MJ. Um, and, you know, there's a few players on there that are so young. And I, and I know when, when I'm playing MA40, they're going to be crushing um, MPO, FPO. Because, you know, they, they've, they've started... So I wish I found disc golf so much younger than I did. I found disc golf at 25 years old. Um, and I wish I found it... I wish I was like a player where I found it, like I did normal golf, where I found it at like seven years old and just got hooked. Um, but alas, I started it later on in life. Speaking of being on teams, though, what do I have to do to get onto the uh, Double G Craft Jerky team? Because those guys get right. hooked up. <laughs> I... Right. Double G, if you're listening, we're here for you, right? We haven't got any Double G jerk in the UK. We can hook you up with with providers, retailers. Let us know. <laughs> I'm pretty sure I'd eat the whole supply, though. It's like, okay, oh, no, just send it to me and Dale, you know, then we'll give it to the yeah, yeah. relevant Don't suppliers. Don't worry about sending it to anyone else. <laughs> we, will sure, we will make sure that people know about it. Uh, but no, they, you know, but as I said, I, I love watching... Um, I was about to turn around and say I love watching kids, but I won't say that. <laughs> Maybe not. <laughs> I love I love seeing obviously the the young players in the sport, you know, that are doing well. MJ came, you know, twenty twenty one world champion, you know, runner up this year. Um, there's players. Okay. She was twenty twenty one world champion last year. Oh, got you. But she was yeah. runner up this, this year. Twenty twenty two runner up. Um, so you know they're crushing and. You know, I'm still out here waiting for a C-tier win. But who knows? It will come one hey, day. It's Open's <laughs> coming up, so we'll get it. It's anyway, Open's coming up. No, it's not putting pressure on me. <laughs> um, but anyway, let's move over to you. Oh, no, we've got to talk about quickly. Greg Barsby obviously taking it down. There's only one reason Greg's Bar- Greg Barsby won, and that's because his caddy was so good. Yeah, I mean, Michael Sharkey, you know, Team Ace fame. Uh, I think the hashtag Sharksby has been knocking around. <laughs> um, I actually had... Uh, I actually had a bit of a chat with uh, Sharky uh, last week at the Manchester League Nights. He always beats me by one stroke. It's really frustrating. And I said to him, I said, Sharky, stop beating me by one stroke. And to be fair, he said, stop losing by one stroke. And you know what? That's fair play. (laughs) It's as if, if not more legitimate as a statement. So fair enough. But he did say that, um, he said, because he carried uh, Barsby every single round, um, he said they built up a really great relationship. He, he said even um, there was a couple of holes where Barsby would turn to sort of Shark and say, cool, what are we doing here? And that's that, that's great. That's sort that's of a cool. bit more traditional golf caddy style. Yeah. You know, you play your game, you know your game. But if there's yeah. someone that you played four rounds with, and I'm pretty yeah. sure I could play four rounds of anyone um, and get to know their bag a little bit. Um, yeah. And uh, Shark said that was great. I think we can like caddy for each other. I think we, we're very good at caddying for each other. We know each other's game very well. Especially at the moment, all you do is throw undertakers, so I think I'd be uh, pretty sad. <laughs> or my throwing here. <laughs> Probably undertaker down. Or a zone. It's like it's one or two. You're very easy to caddy for. But no, um, yeah, Barsby taking another win. Got to talk about the trophy really quickly. It was an axe. Oh and my a shield. god. That is <laughs> the mean, coolest trophy. That, uh, mm, is it cooler than preserve? Yes, it's not it's calling. It's not calling preserve. Yeah, no, but preserve's a bear. Yeah, but like, it, it's not an actual bear. You know, it's a trophy of a bear. This isn't True. a trophy of an axe. This is an axe. This. Is, like, Do you have to <laughs> declare it when you go on the plane? I asked. They're shipping it to him. 
because I, I because so there should they, be a um, weapon. That's they're shipping worse. him an axe and a shield. I because imagine sort of oh sorry sir, do you have anything to declare? Oh, I don't think so. Maybe this massive like fifty kilo battle axe, but apart from that, nothing. <laughs> God sake. Yeah, but the uh, the course was cool. I enjoyed the course. It looked very hard. Um, you know, it's set up for people that wanted to be aggressive. Um, it was, yeah, it was... It, the only thing that let, I think let Sula down is that I think most people in the UK were watching it because they wanted to watch Rachel. And although the coverage was MPO and FPO, we only really got to see the last sort of quarter of Rachel's round every week, every day. Um, I'd like to have seen two separate streams like we usually do. Yeah, especially on the feature cards. Yeah, you know, I understand that there's overlap for time things, but like for timing purposes. But that was one yeah. thing that I would have liked. I would have liked to be able to follow Rachel from hole one yeah. to hole eighteen. Definitely. Um, but you know what? It's it's pro disc golf in Europe. I'm gonna oh, take yeah. what I, I, I'm gonna take what I get, and then just hope that there are these sort of sort of niggles that get like worked out. Yeah, I hope so. We're growing, aren't we? We're growing. It's always going to have team problems. Everyone's always going to have an issue of something. Um, But moving over to from Sula to Nokia. Oh my God. The European Open. Jesus Christ. What a weekend. Oh, was it? I thought it was quite dull. Nothing really happened, you know, sort of uh, some sort of casual frisbeeing. No, I. I mean, where do we start? I sort of almost rolled. Well, I want to play that course. I want to play. I'm very shout out to uh, my boy back here, Jack Brew. You know, he he was giving the the UK the content they wanted. He was over there um, with literally mingling with the big dogs, um, and he got to play it. And I was talking to him. I'm meeting for a coffee next week, and all I'm going to ask him is about that course. Like, oh my god, it looks so fun. Do you know what the best thing about uh, Nokia is? It's Nokia. Fine, but apparently it comes pre-installed with Snake, and like I love that game. No so. way! <laughs> wow. Well, no, I've that, heard that, the top rate. I've heard the top rating down there is thirty-three ten. Yeah, I've heard, I've heard that. Yeah, <laughs> really, sort of. Um, that's really alienating. Anyone that's too old for that or too young yeah. for that is completely alienated. Anyway, you get one of those um, snapback cases. Let's quickly. Um, Quickly go go through FPO. I think the real the real lot think, of the yeah. storylines are on the MPO. So it's going to be yeah. Paige Pierce take it down, but there was a huge storyline, which was Evelina Salonen, I believe that's yep. correct, had yep. an eight-stroke lead. Now, in the history yep. of FPO uh, no sort of pro tour events, no one's ever lost being ahead by eight strokes after eight I think it was round two. Huge. Yep. I don't know how to talk about this storyline without seeming like I'm... It's Evelina, isn't it? I don't really mean to Evelina. I don't really mean to Evelina. She's phenomenal. So much so, if she could putt, and obviously she can putt, she's 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 very good in. If she could putt like the middle-ranked putting in the FPO, she would be the best player in the world. I disagree, but yeah, she'd be up there. I don't think she's the best player in the world. Um, uh, USWDUC. Yeah. She came, I believe it was third, and she was about five strokes back. She missed yeah. seven C1 putts in one round. Think about that. Think about what that means. If she made her, yeah. if she made all of her sort of. That's what we do usually. 
if she gets all of her should get putts in one round, yeah. she would have won the entire event. That's not across four mm. rounds, that's the entire event. No. Off the yeah. team, she's the best player she in the crushes. world. Yeah. She crushes. But when we, the only thing with FPO this you know, is the course wasn't set up for FPO. You know, we've been talking with Bubba the last couple of days about, you know, the score separation. And the score and separation is the biggest we have ever seen from well I don't think we I think first and second MPO is an anomaly so forget that go to third and then first uh, FPO Jesus Christ there's a massive massive gap couldn't agree more I think it I think one thing the big gap does do is it stops people comparing yeah. I don't like it when there's a the gap isn't as big people say oh the Minnesota is better because of this and that yeah I, I so I think you know the the women are playing their own game, and I think I think Definitely. that's great. I do agree though. I mean, there's so many things. I think you made the statement when we were talking to Bubba in our sort of in our WhatsApp chat, and you said um, there's not really any other sports at the highest level that play men and women same event. No, no. So, I actually tried to find. I tried to compare golf. I tried to get. Um, a men's event, for example, the Masters and a women's. I couldn't find something with the same course. But, for example, like the Open, Rory or whoever won it was, you know, 30 under or something like that. Women are 12 under. So there's still a scoring separation. It's just not as vast and big as what we're seeing at the moment. And it's not the first tournament we've seen something like this, but it's the first tournament it's ever been this big. I would, one thing I would say though is that I think I like the fact that disc golf is played. Obviously, it's different divisions, but I like the fact that yeah. in one event there's there, there, there's men and women. The reason I like that is because I genuinely believe that looking at viewership, if they split the tour, had a different tour or a yeah. different way to watch the men and women, I genuinely think the view the viewing figures for the women's game would suffer. And yeah. I, and I, I don't want to see that. So I love the fact that it's. They're mingled, they're intertwined, yeah. they talk about both games. Definitely. I think I think that's great, but I do think more care needs to, to be... go into. Yeah, different. But then everyone positions. turns around saying you're just you know, you're just um you know, offending people, but every other sport there's things like golf, their tees are so much further forward than than the men's tees. You know, I just don't think I think we more care for TDs needs to go into do you know what let's create this course as best we can to make it enjoyable for both both sets of players you know we've we've changed haven't we for the Essex Open we'll talk about it in a, in a bit about you know what we've done and how we've adapted the course but we've kept it the same for pros because do you know what the people playing probably can for it as far as me and MA3 and I want everyone to enjoy a tournament. I never want someone to feel that they're just there and the change have been because they had to do. Do you know what I mean? I want the M- FPO to enjoy what they're playing. Because all we saw was drive, lay up, lay up, putt all weekend. But then we still saw the winner take over 10, 10 over. So who knows? We'll put it this way. Um, most people are playing off the, say, normal tees. You know, that's yeah. open will be lower rated than Rachel Turton is. Yeah. So like, like, that's the thing. It, it's, it's not based on gender. It's based on skill. No. 
So um, we don't have MA4 in, in the Essex Open. We did, we did open it. We did open it. And we had no, we one, no one go for it. But if we did have MA4, we, they would have gone off the other tees. It's yeah, a, it's, 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 it's it's so hard though because like we've said and I think we said on the uh, when on the in the chains podcast the sort of second back nine we sort of mentioned yeah, yeah. how you know MA two MA three there's people in both of those divisions that might be rated correctly for those divisions but there's someone in MA three that can throw further than I can yeah and I and I'm in MA I'm in MA two and there's people in MA two yeah. that maybe like they can't putt but they could throw you know like yeah. there's so much. Distance I should be in MA4 with my rating. That's because you're awful at disc golf, Dale, and you should feel bad about it. Ah, but I, I should be MA4. I should be MA4, shouldn't I? With my rating. What rating, if, what rating if, are you? 822. Yeah, fair. Do you know what I mean? I, but what do, I fundamentally disagree with MA4, though. I think MA4 is... It's, it's got your first, first tournament vibes. Your yeah, first yeah, of I a agree. tournament. I, I think if you, if you stick at yeah. MA4... Uh, but I shot 895 around Essex last year. There you go, do it again, so, you win MA3. Yeah, I'm not going to do that, but yeah, um, we'll talk about that in a minute. <laughs> but I think FPO, you know, fair play to Paige Pierce, 17 times world champion, uh, 17 times world champion, but yeah, she's better than climber. 17 times major, major champion, second major of the year, because she took down Champions Cup. Um, Apparently, I her think- and Paul have a bet to see who can get to 19 first. Whoever gets 19 first wins. Well, if I he think... stops bloody choking it, then he might do all right. I think I think Climber has 18, so it'll be whoever yes, gets 19 does. majors will be the most major winner major in per- disc golf. Most major person, the major person of disc golf. But let's talk about <laughs> them. Let's talk about let's talk about MPO because you know, fair play. I just want to give a shout out to Brody, second year in a row from a playoff gets his USDGC spot. Champion. So, did you hear about this? I don't, I, so for the first time ever, I was able to watch debate night live because I was working last night. So half one in the morning, they start their playoff. They were like the, the TD was like, "Yeah, that's got nothing to do with us. Just go and play holes one, two, and three and tell us who wins." <laughs> so really? they don't have any like official. They don't have any officials. They just let's go and play three holes. And then apparently Brody took it on the first. Um, he said he, he said last night he said he, t- he had birdied hole one all weekend. And then decided to birdie it on the playoff to get his spot. When it matters, clutch. That's what you call it. Absolute clutch. So, fair play to him. I know a lot of people find him controversial and don't like him, but he's doing a lot of good things for the sport. But, talking about people that are doing good things for the sport, Eagle McMahon and Paul Macbeth, the Mook battle, it was just four days of gripping disc golf, wasn't it? It was ridiculous. It, I, so, I was... Um... I wasn't able to watch the first two rounds, but I watched the the second, the last two rounds, pretty much all the way through, and it's just it was it was it was a, like if there was a song that could sum up the European Open, it's don't call it a comeback. I've been here for years because it was like we've jumped in a sort of time machine. It was Eagle Paul, and then I know he wasn't in the runnings, but KJ USA, you know he. They they love saying KJ USA won his version of the European yeah. Open because yeah, you know, yeah. Paul and Eagle were playing their own thing. So like that's no the, one was going to catch up with him. No one was going to catch up. So that's three players who we haven't seen a lot of this year. Obviously Eagle injury, Paul slump, 
could be if you call it that, and KJ as well. I would sort of put him in that slump bracket to start the season. Yeah, I agree. Since he got his big contract, he didn't really yeah. do a lot. It was it was amazing. Um, a lot of people expected Eagles' appearance to be a little bit more of just a sort of a celebrity wave and say yeah, hi because of this here. event. But he's playing. He well, he said he was going to play this and uh, Worlds, Worlds. I believe it is. They're the only two events he's playing. You know, <laughs> one of two so far. So we'll see if he can do in Worlds um, without a forehand. Well, Paul, after the I believe it was third round, he he said. Uh, the interviewer said, Paul, I know you're not focusing on other people's games, just your own, but what do you think about Eagle not throwing sidearm? And Paul said, well, I got beaten at Worlds last year by someone who doesn't throw sidearms. I'm not that surprised. Yeah. <laughs> Which I thought was a great sort of statement. Paul's so, sidearm was the best I've seen it in two years. This, what this I think tournament. It was fantastic. What I think is interesting um, about Eagle not throwing sidearm, though, is actually, I believe it was hole two, he opted to throw lefty backhand. Lefty. Now this is the first time we've really seen, we saw him do it at Vegas because you know yeah, yeah. the injury. But Trick shots is this a, is this a thing we're seeing now? Are we going to start seeing Eagle play ambidextrous disc golf? And if so, does yeah. that make him the most dangerous person out on the course? Because he then does has everything. four shots. He has he has you know reg- if you're a skateboarder, you're regular or goofy. So he has regular backhand sidearm and he has goofy sidearm and back, uh, backhand sidearm. Yeah. I mean, there's not a situation that he's getting tricked up in that. In, in that so no, um, I think that's really interesting I I'm kind of glad for he, like when it was sort of coming down to sort of the crux of it you know the last few holes the battle I thought I said, 16 right, it was over Matt, I, when, I, I, when Eagle when Eagle missed the the island I thought it was over yeah. and Paul had stuck it close so I thought do you know what this is done and then they stick up to 17 Paul, Paul throws OB. Uh, Eagle throws not a great shot. Um, and then his even his layup nearly rolled. And then from that point on, it was going to take it was going to take a world sort of shot to to take Eagle from that point, wasn't it? Exactly. I think. Um, yeah, I I I, th- I thought Paul was going to have it. Like I said yep, on that sixteen, too. or at least I thought it was going to play off. And I think, and in my yeah. head, I thought. Paul is not losing another playoff. Just for his own sanity, he can't. So um, the yeah, I thought I thought it was really really good battle. I think there's one thing that bugs me, mm-hmm. and that's in Eagles post round immediate post round interview. He said uh, he said I finally taken down. He said I did. I took down McBeast. Pretty much as his first statement. And for me, that that didn't sort of scream sportsmanship. That's screamed. No. Like for me, it's like no, you won. You won a major. You know, yeah. like you you didn't beat Macbeth. You know, it sort of seemed a little bit like a, a bit of a strange nice. statement to make. Um, but, and 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 the Eagle's an interesting character. I think he's finally he needed this win to finally. Yeah. I think he's put on a pedestal which like, he doesn't. He hasn't necessarily yeah. deserved. You know, he's agreed. He's always. He's put in the bracket of the best players. You know what? He is one of the best in the world. I'm not going to say he's, he's, he's not. Is is yeah. But he's put in the bracket of people that have won multiple majors. He's put in the bracket of world champions. Put in the bracket yeah. of USDGC champions. Put Definitely. in the bracket of multi-time major champions. 
And I believe his first major is a little bit iffy if it counts because it was like outside. I don't think I think it was before there was the new tiers or the new major structure. Yeah, yeah. I'm not too sure. That's me hearing it through someone that said something through yeah. said something. But um, you know what? He's now a major winner. Yes, he, he he now deserves to be in that bracket. But I think because of this win, he now deserves to be in that bracket. Yeah. Before that, I was a little bit iffy. But anyway, it was incredible. It was great. It was yeah. great four days. I, and just to uh, echo something I, I heard yesterday, I want to see more cuts in disc golf. And I don't want to see a third round cut. I, I want to see a, a two day cut. Um, yeah, four day tournaments. I really think that after two days, there should be a cut, and then the people and then play the weekend. It works so well in in ball golf, and I think for a tournament like a major, it needs it. You know, if you if you haven't. It, you shouldn't be playing three rounds. You play two rounds. You can't make it. Going home. We need to be cutthroat. And, and we need to... Because I heard people on Twitter talking about how this was the most golf-like um, production from DGN. They were moaning about it. It was like, oh, it's just like watching ball golf. Fair play, DGN. That's the best compliment you're going to get. Because, you know, we're finally seeing, like... We were... We were going from card to card and shot to shot and then was back to the leaders and it was really good. I didn't see one commercial break from the first tee off of the lead card to the end and that is what I was really enjoying. This is the best coverage. Brian Earhart was absolutely incredible. Um, so was Ian. Um, so was Nate and it was just, we need more of that going forward. Earhart was amazing. Do you think he looks a bit like Sean William Scott? Yes. I've tried watching that, but I'm saying he must get that all the time. But anyway, um, <laughs> but no, the coverage was great this weekend. I mean, I I couldn't really pick a flaw. I, no. I loved watching it. Um, Do some awesome what, drone shots as well. One thing that I found really interesting, um, and I'm not sure how I feel about it, is Paige carried for KJ immediately after her yeah. round, and I think that's so. I think it's amazing and also bizarre because she just literally won a major about half an hour before. I was like, cool, I'm going to caddy for someone. Well, that's you wouldn't get that in any other sport. You wouldn't get no. say like, say Tom Brady like sort of yeah. got su- got subbed off and you're like, cool, I'm going to make the tees. You know, it's such a like a <laughs> bizarre, um, yeah, such a bizarre situation. However, Dale, um, I've just checked um, my stopwatch. I had it running while you were doing that talk there. You have gone over time, so I'm going to have to give you a penalty. Um, so that is a, that is a stroke penalty, I'm afraid. Why? It's, it's why the penalty. Why? Hey, 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 you're, you're scared? Get away. You want to stare? <laughs> Get away. <laughs> Jesus Christ. We've, I, 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 was, I was cringing so hard when I saw this. Because they cut to it. They, they, they cut to it and said, oh, over on 18, this has just happened with Nico. And I was like, and I, uh, oh, someone was sat next to me and they were like, oh, what's that? And I was like, this guy, this guy's just kicked off. And my, re- my initial reaction was, he should not be teeing off tomorrow. I agree. I think I kind of wanted to be in Team Nico. You know, a lot of the hate. I, my and I've said it before on the show. Yes, he's got a temperament, but he's a very good disc golfer, and he lets that get in the way. You know, like he was doing. He was doing well in the tournament. Yeah. So well, he like, would have been on chase card. Exactly, he would have been on chase card. But rules are rules. Times are times. You everyone. Has, everyone's kept the same rules. Um, I think it's fair enough. He got called on it. 
I feel like if he, and people don't know, he essentially got called on a time violation, ever listened to this, now it happened Nico. For me, what made it so he had to be disqualified wasn't the initial impression. why, why, step up. It was the fact he then walked back over to the, 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 the rules official and then squared up. So yeah. I, 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 the initial one, out of order, fine. I don't think he'd be disqualified for it. No, but the fact he then he then he then approached the rules official and said that oh yeah. you want to stay you want to stare squared up to him, for me that's yeah that, that's trying to provoke that's trying yeah, to no, um, uh, what's the, what's the word intimidate and, um, yeah intimidate antagonize situation it's just Nico being Nico and you know he he's paid the price he said he's stayed in Europe he's seen a psychologist in, over in Europe to try and deal with his issues um, he's been dropped by Clash. He's been no, suspended he, by... He has been dropped been, by Clash. Has he always dropped, dropped by Clash? Drop, yeah, dropped by Clash. But is um, that, that's new news to me. I thought I thought Clash said, oh, we're glad that they've... they've um, go on Clash's Instagram. Sam, uh, Sam Piner uh, sent it to us on uh, on Instagram. Go on our DMs. Um, just while you're looking at that, he's been suspended by Gateway. So, I mean, yeah. his whole disc golf career is crumbling around him. For one lapse in judgment, it's like it's yeah. I don't. I don't really know what to. I don't know what to make of it. It's. Um, but then I. Well, yeah. if, if it was if it was reported that you know you had got aggressive on 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 a, to someone on your card and then caused an issue, I would expect this dot Atlas and you know Elevation to sit you down and think. Do you know what? Should we be working with you? I know, I completely agree. And actually, pretty much one thing that's unified about all of these teams when we've when we've joined them is they've said we we want our members to be representative of what disc golf should be and you know, representing the game. Is this the end of Nico Castro then? Yeah. Because who's going to pick him up? I, for me, we've mentioned this Gateway. Obviously, Gateway's a big name. They've been in the tornado. <laughs> Maybe. That's thing, like Gateway's a, 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 they're, they're a bigger name, but they're almost that sort of next list down clash. Obviously, they used to be course. big. They used to be big. Yeah, I mean the, the Wizard they have some great discs, yeah. but the um, Clash obviously clash. Next, they, they're sort of these nichey fun discs. Yeah. You know, I, I, I'm hoping to try some out soon. They look great. We've got some. Set. We've got some. We've got some coming. So look out for that. Exactly. So the. Um, but they're not the Innover disc off. So you obviously no. went from Innover down to another manufacturer. I, you went I, to I, from I, West Side. From West Side. West Side, sorry. Um, I respect their decision to to cut him. Mm-hmm. I don't think no one's going to touch him now. Honestly, unless no. he get unless he kind of has to work up again, which he's, he's a little bit late in his career to do. He might get sponsored by, you know, you sort of see these Lone Star disc golf. It's sort of like um, disc golf outlets, retail shops that might, might pick him up. But for me, that's his... Big sponsorship, big brand sponsorship, sort of down the pan, right? Because definitely, mate. And that, that's sad because he's such a great competitor. He's such a good disc golfer. It's, it's it's a shame that he could he sort of let his temperament get in the way. And I think I think yeah. he's just going to sort of reflect back on that in the next year or so. Um, yeah. Especially as we're in the world, we're in the, we're in the era of big contracts. Huge, like it's yeah. only uh, year on year we're getting we're getting seen disc golfers get paid more and more and just his actions uh, I you know I, I hope he manages to sort something out but through his actions have potentially sort of cost him quite a large payday so um, massive yeah but 
But anyway, that's that's the sort of last couple of weeks in professional disc golf. But why don't we have a chat about our own game? Let's do it. Should Where I kick off? Start? Yeah, crack on, man. <laughs> uh, I, th- I think we can make this fairly be quick, but maybe a little bit more in depth than we sometimes go um, into a lot yeah. of episodes. Um, for me, I've suddenly been shocked by how quickly the end of the season's coming up. I have yeah. one event left, and that's the Essex Open. Um, and that'd be a strange one, because obviously we're TDing it, so it might not feel like it's a, the same kind of event that I, you know, as a player. Yeah. Um, the And I'm not ready. I actually put a post on the British Disc Golf page the other day saying, is there any other one-dayers? I probably can't sign up just because um, other life commitments to a few more, any more two-dayers, or even ones that take a bit more, maybe even three-day worth of time commitment for travel. Um but well, there's one day is coming up, and I'm hopefully going to get to a few more. Because I'm not ready for my seasons to be over. I don't think I've achieved what I wanted to achieve this year with my season. Um, I've started going to the Manchester Evening League, and I want to get there pretty regular. There's uh, six more weeks of this league. Um, meant to be there tomorrow night, however, as recording, I pulled a muscle. If you go there tomorrow night, I'm going to be fuming with you. I'm not going. I'm not going to go there. I've, I'm, I'm, I's, I's, my sights Essex. Um, but really good because you know I I I, I love the league nights. I'm, uh, so yeah. hopefully, hopefully I can make week six and then do seven, eight, nine, ten, and sort of finish out the league and uh, sort of shoot well. But yeah, gutted there. But I have hurt my neck, and you know what? I think one thing that disc golfers have done been great sort of ambassadors for this show. Eagle Wysocki saying that if your body's not feeling right, if you're not hundred percent, just you know take a seat, sort yourself out, and that's what I'm going to do. Easy for them though, because they're still getting paid thousands of pounds whereas when we they can't are. play we can't enjoy the sport that we love and it's hard because yes. you, you want to play for injury because you're like oh it's just a niggle I want to go and play And but I don't want you to get injured for next week so no well, so I've, I've, I've got myself a, a Theragun um, oh, although yeah. I realised if I um, if I vibrate that on my neck my eyes go funny and go all blurry so maybe uh, maybe, <laughs> maybe I won't do that that's your crack but, uh, vein that's why Exactly. So, um, but they were all, um, yeah. So I'm, I'm doing what I can to recover, you know, paracetamol, ibuprofen, heat packs. So I think I'm pretty good for Essex. But um, yeah, that's kind of uh, that's kind of my sort of what I'm doing. How have you found actively. this year? How have you found this year? This year has been an interesting one. Uh, I checked a lot about Bubba um, when he was on the show, and also outside of the recording, I spoke to him about. Um, the sponsorship pressures, and that's something that I've really found. I have, I, I've, I've been in a bit of a slump in terms of competition. League last week, I shot, I almost shot my PB on the on the course. Nine thirty rated round, really happy with that. But actually, competitions this year, I haven't been feeling myself. Haven't been recognising my bag. I've taken a lot of discs out in the last few weeks. I think that's helped because I'm just taking the choice out, just throw the discs, the shots that I know how to throw, um, and. Yeah, this year I had a few goals. I didn't have a goal to win an event, but I did win an event at the beginning of the season. I won a little C tier. Um, not a huge field, but that's something I managed to do. Wanted to get to 950 rated, and that's not going to happen this year. And I don't come to terms with that. I actually realised that going from 850 to 900 is a lot more doable than going 900 to 950. 950 is it's going to take me a few years, I'm sure. So it's not going to be on my immediate goals now. Um, but 920 I think is achievable based on how I know I can play so maybe 920 over the next season or so uh, I'd like to be up there I'd like to consider myself yeah. a 920 player I know I can play 
I mean, throughout the season, I've shot 940, 950 rounds. Yeah. I've also shot some awful rounds, and that's why I've had this sort of a feeling of a slump. Yeah. In these tournaments that I haven't played my best, I've also thrown some of my best shots I've ever thrown. So it's not like I've completely lost the ability to play disc golf. I'm throwing better than I've ever thrown, but it's just consistency. I'm not throwing better every hole. I might have four yeah. unbelievable shots within a round, uh, but then everything else just sort of seems to not be clicking. So, you know, it's a, it, I do believe it's a mental thing. Yeah. I think I put a lot of stresses on myself. You know, we, this year we've got I've got Atlas, I've got Disc Dot, we've got Throw Pink, I know our team elevation. Um, we've got sponsors on our back that, you know, they 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 they, they don't pressure us at all. There's no pressure to win, no pressure to even do well. Uh, there's teammates, I'm not saying any names, but there's teammates that are much lower rated than I am who are just loving the sport and they're being ambassadors. So that's what I'm trying to be. I'm trying to be the best ambassador uh, that yes. I can be for the sport shake that pressure off and actually the league nights where it's not an event like I play better because I'm just in my clothes from work maybe put some exercise shorts on my disc golf trainers I'm with friends I'm throwing casually there's no pressure on yeah. those evenings um, and that's the disc golf I want to get back to and I think that's the disc golf I was playing last year the, the sort yeah. of, the, 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 sort of uh, the more we're just out here we're just having fun but the only difference is is I want to keep the sponsors on my back, but just realise they're here to support me. They're, they're my sponsors, yeah. so whilst I'm representing their brand and I want to promote the products that I genuinely believe in, they're, they're, they're a team, it's a network. They're to support like, and facilitate me being as good or as bad, <laughs> um, yeah. of course. Um, so no, um, I've really enjoyed this season. There's certain goals I've had, like I didn't want to come out outside of top 10. I had, my worst finish was 11, so I've just fallen out of that goal, but not by a lot. Um, I've just enjoyed disc golf, but I haven't played my best. I think that's probably the uh, yeah. But mentally, I mean, I'm in a good place. Whereas, haven't played my best, but I'm walking away from tournaments being like, "Wow, that was rubbish." And I hope that re- hopefully that sort of reflects on my Instagram. I'll be like, "Wow, what a bad weekend! I played awfully this weekend." But you know what? Yeah. I've got another one in two weeks. We're gonna we're gonna go. We're gonna play again. We're all we're all blessed that we get to play disc golf right we get we get to do yeah. what we love that, that's the true winner if you're 600 rated or 1000 rated we're all out on the course we're all getting yeah. the same opportunities to play a game that we all love and that's what it's about definitely man 100% well look forward to seeing how you get on at Essex um, you know you obviously took down MA3 last year uh, MA3 is completely stacked this year I think 33 players are taking it taking it on like which is one of the Pringles it is um but obviously you're playing MA2. Um, well, for me, really, I haven't played anywhere near as much tournament golf as I want this year. But I stepped back and realised, you know what, a lot's happened in my life. Um, you know, we had Albie last year. Um, you know, I got, got married in May. So I've had a lot of life goals um, to compete with. And do you know what? I was, saying to, I was saying to my wife the other day, I've actually probably played more disc golf this year than I've ever played it's just it's harder to get away for a weekend because all in the back of my mind is do you know what I'm leaving then M on a own with Albie you know it's unfair and, and stuff like that so all my tournaments have got to be really really well planned um, I've been to a, a couple of events you know Wembley uh, I, played, I played really well first round and then not a great second round um, but I've always had a great time, really enjoy it, and 
I was in the same place as you recently. I got into a slump, and I'm thinking I'm not been able to get out to tournaments. I'm going to let all my sponsors down and everything like that. But then, just like you, you sit back and think, Do you know what? I'm not a pro. I'm, they're not sponsoring me because they want me to go and sell all their plastic or their products. They're there for me to be an ambassador, and I can be an ambassador through through content. So I got out of my slump. I got a new phone. Um, I got a, bit, a few more bits of equipment, and thought, Do you know what? I'm going to get back on this Instagram hype. And since then, I've I've gone up 100 followers. My my views are good, but it's not about that. You know, even if they weren't, I, I still enjoy putting the content out. But for me, my main concentration is next week, Essex Open. We both said last year we wanted to create an event. Arguably, we've create, we've taken on one of the biggest events of in the calendar. Everyone knows about the Essex Open. It's always been a good event, and I, I just can't wait to bring people and and, and show people what we what we've created. Really, um, a few few changes to the course um, to make it a little bit more difficult, but a little bit more fun and. I I, I want to play well. I, I wouldn't be. I'd be lying if I said I don't want to. I'm not going to go out there and try and win because I am. Um, I want to. I want to play well. I want to shoot well. My goal this year was to get 875. That's not going to happen. But that's that's because I haven't played tournaments. I think if I played tournaments, I probably could have done it. But my mistake was playing courses blind. Played Quarry Park Blacks blind. Never played it before in my life. It's a really difficult course. I'll definitely play it differently now. Last couple of weeks, I've taken all my distance drivers out of my bag and really just sort of worked on my form, worked on accuracy, and it's working. You know, for an undertaker every hole, as you said earlier. But, yeah, next week is, is what it all comes down to for me. End of the season, big, big thing. I think it's going to be difficult TDing and playing because your mind's going to be all over the place, but I just want to have a good time. I've got a good card on, on the first day. Why would I not? I'm a TD. I'm going to make it as best I can. Um, we've got you know, Tina Oakley coming to play with us, which is brilliant. You know, straight from the uh, European Open, coming down to Essex to, to play. I'm meeting people I haven't met for ages. You know, Me and Bubba were, were saying the other day, it's been like we've been in a long-distance relationship and we're meeting them from Tinder for the first time. Um, but yeah, the main thing is, the worst thing about this year, Rob, I tell you, is that I've hardly seen you. Yeah, it's been it's been a hard one. Um, we used to live pretty close to each other. I mean, yeah. I being, being selfish, I used to live near a disc golf course. Now my nearest is an hour away, which yeah. which has been a struggle. But no, yeah, not being able to say, "Hey, man, do you want to like it's a nice evening? I've got the evening off. Let's get down. Let's play a game. Even on a weekend, I've got a Saturday morning free." Um, but I think when we do meet up, we make a count, we get some pretty funny yeah. videos, we make some good content. Yeah. And I think um, I think this podcast has meant that we're able to sort of still feel like we've, yeah. uh, like we're, we're, we're hanging out, which is is nice. And it's we're about to go into our third year, our third year of podcast next year. That, that, that's crazy. And I like to think that we've built the podcast, it grows and it grows and it gets better and better and better. Um, I hope our listeners... Um, uh, Feel, feel the same way they feel like the quality of the show has improved just the general content maybe even the vibes maybe how we present hopefully that's improved yeah. um, one thing I'd love to do is I'd love to have a little bit of audience feedback so this uh, if there are 
we're open to this. We're not setting our ways and saying, this is the podcast, deal with it, or this is something else. Yeah. If you feel like, oh, we really like this section, we don't like this section as much, say, we don't like it when you ramble on for an hour about your own disc golf. We like it, we like only guests, and that's all we want is yeah. guests. Or we liked Dale's questions from season one, they should come back. Or, you know, something like that. I'm floating the idea of when we have a guest on, we have um, uh, play Caddy Avoid. So it's a bit like, you know, a sort of a snog, marry, kill yeah. um, vibe. But it's like, who do you want to play against? Who do you want to caddy for? And who don't you want to be on a card with? Sort yeah. of thing. So th- th- there's fun things we can do, but I want to hear from the listeners because I love doing this. And even if no yeah. one listens, we'll record this show. We'll, we'll make this show. Because we get to hang out, you know, it's our buddy time. Yeah. But... One thing we want to do is we want to make sure that people listening get as much from this show as as physically possible. Definitely, so if man. you have something you want to suggest, I know Sam's listening. I know he's going to have some pointers. And I'm counting you to sort of kick things off, <laughs> Sam. Uh, Sam Pimer, regular, absolute OG. Um, but the um, yeah, I mean, the, for me, this year of disc golf has been a bizarre one. Like I said, personal yeah. life has got in the way quite a lot. Um, yep. I don't feel like we're spending more time to make the podcast as we did last year, but life's got a bit harder. And also, like some of the expectations for the podcast, you know, we've we've got we've, we've got sponsorship with Ace, who've been fantastic. We, but the more legitimate we get as a yeah. media channel, the you more it seems more like, like it's a job, right? Which, yeah. and, um, I think sometimes I think, it has felt like that, hasn't it? And we've both sat down and thought, do you know what? We need to take two minutes just to think. Actually, we do this for fun. Yeah, but don't get paid to scene, do it. Yes, there's been the moments where it's like, oh, it's you know, it's like, like we, we haven't recorded like today. I'm going to unveil and yeah. pull back the curtain. Today, um, we weren't sure if we were about to get able to get a recording in for this week. It might about to be next week, but actually that might push things a bit, a little bit closer. We've been three weeks without an episode, so you know we made it work. So yes, there's a stressful. Okay, I guess I can do this. I guess I can do that make it feel a little bit like an obligation. Yeah. But now we're sitting down, now we're recording this. Yeah. I've actually, this has been a really fun episode to record because yeah, it's just been you and me, no it's obligation, right. no, yeah. no make sure we're asking the guests the right thing. So hopefully this yeah. episode just sort of comes across the way that we want it to. Definitely. But I think really, Rob, you know, we've, we've come to the end, natural conclusion of the show. Um, but there's, there's some people this show wouldn't be possible without. There's not. Who do you want to do? Should I do Ace? You do Throw Pink. I'll do VII. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> nah, but all of them, all of them are are fantastic. You know, Ace Ace have been so important to us this year. Um, they've made sure that all of our giveaways, you know, all of our listeners know that every single major this year has been a giveaway, and not given too much away. But I think that the listeners are going to want to stay tuned for our worlds and two and a half thousand followers giveaway. Yeah. I think through ACE, they've made it so that we can have consistent giveaways. So sometimes when people do giveaways, it feels like, Oh, that's a bit strange. They don't normally do that. But now we have a platform where we can do consistent giveaways and give back to our listeners. I would go as far to say that our giveaways are probably some of the best you'll see from a UK, uh, like disc golf, Instagram account or social media account. We make sure that it's not just oh here's a key ring or you know something not or like or like a, a sticker which you know yeah. not knocking those but we want to make sure that all of our giveaways have that premium feel which I think we've done really well so far. Yeah. That Paul Beth starter set, I wanted him to win so badly so then we could yeah. give away the Paul Beth starter set from the winner 
you know, it wasn't to come together. But that's that's what sixty pounds, no, like seventy pounds worth of discs, yeah. easy. Um, you know, just from from commenting, liking, making sure you're following, easy peasy. Yeah. Um, so Ace, yeah, do incredible things. And they don't slow down. Every time on their website, they've got something awesome coming. They've got all the new... Um, Cloud Breakers? Uh, not all the new Loft stuff. That's what I was going to say. Yeah. But they've got the Cloud Breakers. They've got the new Loft stuff. There's the Silicon, the, the Borium, the Hydrogen. I haven't tried out, uh, them out. I've, I've, tried I've, thrown, I've thrown the uh, the Hydrogen a little bit. But uh, they've got all new plastic. They're keeping things fresh. Um, keep an eye out. because there's always stuff coming. Keep a, yeah. a little bookmark of what's coming And they've got this new outlet soon. section. New little outlet section. We get 30% off discs, which is really cool. And they've got the rewards. Um, a lot of people don't know about the rewards, which every time you yeah. buy from them, you... And this is going to seem like we've like scripted this. Oh, by the way, mate, have you heard about these yeah. rewards? <laughs> like, hey, have you heard about this life insurance plan? No. Like, but, but generally, these are things that me and Dale get really excited about because they're doing everything right in the UK. They've got... Yeah, they've yeah. listened. There's an outlet section. They've listened. There's a reward section. The rewards can get you... Um, Free shipping and and, and uh, all sorts of things like that. So, Ace are just constantly they're like they're like clay. They're constantly trying to mould and adapt to be what people want from a UK distributor in the UK and not just UK. They ship anywhere, you know. Like yeah. if you're just in the UK, you don't have to just buy. Um, you don't have to buy from them if you're in the UK. You no. can you can explore them if you're in, if you're listening from another part of the world. Um, but no, I. I think this section could very easily be twenty minutes on how great Ace are. Oh, uh, we're gonna stop yeah. there. <laughs> all we, all I think, we'll stop there. All we need to say though is use our code Amside Five to get yourself five. Amside Five because no one likes to pay full price for discs. Because no one likes to pay full price discs. Um, but okay. obviously, we've got our other sponsors as well. Throw Pink have been a huge, huge part of our Amside since last year when we did the Throw Pink sort of month. Um, they continue to support us. You know, we're their official media partners. You know, our show's pushed um, by them, which is amazing. We're definitely hoping to do some more content with them next year. Um, but also, they they were the ones that have made sure that every female coming to our event has got a an awesome players pack. You know, they they've provided every single piece of um, swag that that they're going to get, which is which is quality. Um, couldn't couldn't have done it without them. Um, couldn't think of Amside without them. Sarah's awesome, and um, yeah, can't thank them enough. And also, they're not just disc golf; they're also really pushing and supporting um, women's health initiatives in the US as yeah. well. So, um, it's such a what's the right word? A no- noble, maybe is that the right word? <laughs> but they're, such, they're, they're a great company. So, if you have the opportunity to support them, you definitely should. Um, yeah. The yeah, and I think we—it's been a little while since we've had a—we've uh, had an FPO guest on. So I think we we we're gonna try yeah, and let's, uh, let's try and, try get and one. Rede- let's try and redeem or uh, redeem ourselves on that. We'll get one on. Uh, that means you know you know what that means. Whenever we've got a female guest on, we'll have our um, throw pink am of the week am as well. Week. So we'll get that we'll, we'll get that all coming back. But yeah, thanks throw pink. You guys are awesome. Uh, and then VII, we keep teasing this. Uh, things are coming soon. Things are in the pipeline, but we just want to mention them. From the get-go, as soon as we sort of we agreed to work together, we want to mention them. Um, there's people in the UK now that have some of their gear. I saw a guy at League the day had the Eagle McMahon jersey. This thing is soft. It is quality. It's the best feeling performance wear I've ever felt. And obviously, it's disc yeah. golf specific. And I'm saying any performance wear, this thing just feels amazing. We are super hyped um, to sort of start a journey with the AI. They are the, I'd say, apparel name in disc golf. Yeah. 
uh, and really, really uh, happy to say that we can associate ourselves with them. So yeah. there's going to be some there's going to be some cool Amside VII stuff coming soon, but um, we're not going to show our cards just yet. <laughs> no. Well, uh, the last thing is to obviously let everyone know. Make sure you like, follow, subscribe, uh, all of our platforms, uh, Facebook, Instagram, YouTube. YouTube, now, we, we've laxed on that. It became, basically, it blew my laptop up every time I tried to uh, do something, but that's all fixed now. And Amside Vlog is coming. First ever one. For the Essex Open, we are going to be vlogging the whole thing. Well, I'm going to be vlogging, but Rob's obviously going to be in it. Um, I've no idea how it's going to go. I've no idea what I'm doing. But do you know what? I'm ready. It's going to be fun. I'm probably going to ramble a lot. But do you know what? First one, it's probably going to be rubbish. But guess what? Just carry on doing it. Um, but make sure you obviously follow us. We've just hit 2,500 followers, which is mad. Absolutely mad that we even we even were there. Um, but yeah. Anything for you, Rob, before I close out? I, just, I, I, I don't think we thanked people to the listening. We haven't done that in a little while. Um <laughs> I, I, I think yeah, genuinely we get we have a great fan base, we have a great listenership. People do engage. They sort of message us saying, "Hey, really enjoyed the episode." If you're listening, you don't realise how much it means to send us a message saying, "Hey, I love this about the episode," or "Oh, they were a great guest," or "Really fun week. Look forward to next week." You know, things like that. Um, but yeah, so everyone listening, who's where are we on about, about an hour in that's uh, fought the good fight and kept uh, kept on listening to us ramble thank you so much we appreciate you well if we don't see you on the course we'll see you at the Essex Open but also on the AM side <laughs>